Alistair, Christmas morning, the return. Master. 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 Are you awake? Little Alistair, how did you get in my chamber? Oh, the guards let me in, Master. They... The guards? Where are the guards? I just sent them away. They're, they're fine. It... The guards? You mustn't enter my chamber, Alistair. What, what day is it? Master, it's Christmas Day. We do not celebrate Christmas Day here, Alistair. What do you mean, waking me on this foul day? No, no, Master, but it's a glorious day. I, and I think we should celebrate... <laughs> Christmas. You're, you're very tired and I, I think it would be glorious for us to do that today. It is true that you say that I may not be here for many more Christmases. Perhaps on this one occasion you are right Thank and we you. should celebrate. I'm afraid that once again I have not even remotely considered buying you a gift. It's fine, Master. Yeah. You have not offended me, though yeah. I have bought you a gift. You? After all that I have said to you, you bring me a gift. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. I'll take it out now. Oh, help me sit. <sighs> Master, here it is. Um, it looks like uh, some form of alarm or machine. Uh, oh, why did you un? Has wires and yes. Unwrap it. Shall I unwrap it for you? Uh, Alistair, what? Alistair, <laughs> is this a bomb, Alistair? Yes. Is this master. a nail bomb? It is a nail bomb. Yes. Yes, master. What do you mean to bring a nail bomb in my chamber, Alistair? But, Master, it's to begin the function. The function, yeah. I'm not sure it's safe for my trembly fingers to handle the bomb. No, no, I, I will handle it for you. Oh, Alistair, you are such a thoughtful child. My one true only son. <laughs> Thank you so much, Master. Where is the bomb to be placed? Oh, I'm going to place it. In a pantomime. A pantomime? Yes. Full of braying capitalist children. Yes, morons. 
Master. Morons. Yes, yes, a splendid sight it will be. There will be a new North Star that shines this evening, won't there, Alistair? (laughs) Yes, Master, there will be. Uh, But why... Why is the bomb already ticking, Alistair? You didn't intend for me to accidentally detonate this No, 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 not at all, Master, no, not at all. You come here. You come here with a dangerous object. Is your thinking that I'm too perfect and grand to be destroyed by a mere bomb? Of course it is, Master. Alistair. Bomb would not graze you. Oh, your innocence is very sweet. (laughs) Yes. But still, I feel slightly uncomfortable with the ticking. Um, Maybe if I pull one of these wires, Uh, then... uh, uh, um, You do mean to tell me which wire detonates the bomb, do you, Alistair? Oh, yes, well, well, it's the red one. Shall I pull it now, Alistair? Well, maybe maybe I should just leave leave you... you At my leisure. Yes, yes. I rather like the ticking. Yes. So, which one is it to definitely not explode the bomb? Definitely not is the red one. And definitely not the red one. Yes. So, the safe one is the blue one. Yes. And then how about Alistair, that I immediately pull it? Ah, You, you have misinformed your master. Why has the bomb not exploded, Alistair? Did you mean for me to pull the wrong one when I was alone? I mind. Alistair. Alistair, I've taught you well. Your attempt to deceive me places you higher in my estimation. But one thing, one thing disappoints me. You have not performed the function. You did not mean or intend to blow up this theatre in Basingstoke, which has got Aladdin playing at it, starring Barry from EastEnders. I I thought maybe uh, it would be too far, or... As well you know, the prophecy says that I must only be destroyed after the function is performed. So once again, you have failed. You have failed. Oh, no, no. Alistair, you have failed again. Your master is able to beat you even when I am in my weakest state. You fool, you pathetic fool. Now go to Basingstoke. Yes. Yes. What a fool. And by the way, you are not my son. No. Oh, Alistair, so many years I have wasted trying to perfect your malevolence and still you bungle around failing to take your seat of power. Must I retire so that you become the leader because I have got a bit tired? No, 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 no. I'm not having any of this. This is ridiculous. You do not decide what you are having and not having, Alistair. I I deserve to lead this empire. I've come through it. I gave you a gift. You've given me nothing. You've not even given me a a scented candle. Anything. The most... Just simple, you know. I am not obliged to furnish you with gifts. Just 
Just, I'm uh, not even, uh, I mean, in, I mean, where's oh, actually... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what's this here? Has... Oh, has... Has someone wrapped a, a panettone? Oh. For little Alistair? Hmm. That Father Christmas forgot about. Oh, <laughs> no, they haven't, Alistair. Oh, because you are a worm. Oh, a vile I, little worm. I, I, you are not fit. God, that's it. That's you it. are not fit to that's it. serve that's the realm. It. You know you what? Unhand my penis. It, it was the red wire. Ah. Oh, Alistair, what have you done? Reconnect it. Here we go. Reconnect it. Here we go. Reconnect Three, it. Three, oh, two, one. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Alistair, oh. Little, little Alistair. Oh, oh God, oh, little Alistair. What's wrong? You've, you've, you've oh. done a little wet. Oh, wake up! You've done a little wet. Oh, oh I have. Oh my God, I have. Oh, oh What's God. What's the matter? You've done a little Christmas wet oh, on Christmas no. morning. I, I, it's all right. You don't have to feel bad. I'm sorry. You're okay. You were whimpering and screaming. I just, I just, I just had the most intense dream. Yeah. So I, I, I built you a bomb, and um, oh and, and 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 it blew up. Why did it God. blow up? Well, because I, I, I lost it. I got angry with you, and oh. I and I detonated it. Oh, I, you, you know, you can talk to me about these things. You don't have to. Yeah, but is it, would that would that be a wise idea? I don't. I, don't, I, I feel like you're going to hurt me. The, the, look, the dream's gone. Okay. The dream's over. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. a good thing, right? Yes. The dream. No, isn't it? No, no. no it. No, the thing is, I. I I don't. I don't. I don't want to be here. I want to be in the dream. I want to be in the dream. But but you blew the dream up, didn't you? Yeah, so. but it, 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 at least it was pure. At least I was. Alice. At least I was doing Christmas something. Christmas morning, and you're immediately woken up and talked about wishing you were in a dream where you blew everyone up. Yes, but it was there was an honesty about it. Oh God. There was an honesty about purity about it. Why have I done this? Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Griggs is sitting here with me. Yeah. On my sofa. In my little flat that I've been tinkering with and um, trying to nest a bit and trying to make it cosy because I've, I was getting itchy feet thinking I should move out soon. And it's just like, no, that's just me being fucking bananas. Hmm. So I've started erecting new shelves and tink moving things around a bit and making nice lighting. And now there's a lovely twinkly, 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 twinkly little Christmas tree up, and there's some sort of coloured festoon lights. Yeah, I've put my guitar on the wall. I'm gonna actually turn the light on. Oh yeah, there's some sparkly little lights behind my guitar. It's the the twiest thing in the room. Is this twinkly guitar lights? What do you think of that? There oh you yeah, go. I don't want them flashing. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of the effort I've put into making this place sort of Christmassy? Well, the yeah, the tree's a bit weird. And it's like... What do you mean by weird? Well, it, it's just misshapen. It is, isn't it? It's like a mutant tree. The bucket is massive. The yeah, bucket's almost as... Like the height of the tree, it's only a little fat thing. It's like a little Danny DeVito of a Christmas tree, isn't it? Yeah. And the bucket is all cracked, and if you pour water into it, it sort of seeps out. It's actually quite sad, that, isn't it? Yeah, I would. And I don't think there's anything I can do 
that that will like it's like oh if I hold that bit up or I tie that bit up like it just simply isn't Christmas tree shaped. No. In fact, if you look at it, if it's, if it's not green, that's almost exactly the it's like a three D model of, of of the explosion that you just caused. <laughs> it's yeah, brought to life. It's just like a pine explosion. Yeah, I also think you've put too many baubles on it. All oh, right. Yeah, I think. You might be right there. You don't need that one on the... I mean, I can arrange this later. The, the two lowest ones are yeah. ridiculous, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, no one can see this, but I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> take a photo. It's imperative. I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> I don't disagree. And this is funny, and you'll like this, a bit of revenge for all the being mean that I do to you and Miles over the year, right? Um, Miles sent me a message a few days ago that said... Are you going to get a Christmas tree that nobody will see? <laughs> and I thought, you fucking twat. Like, it got me there. Oh, that is... And it really... Like, I wouldn't, Not really hurt, because we just throw shade at each other all the time. But in that case, usually the shade is so silly. It's that like I'm saying, you, you buy Barbie dolls and you live in a bin. So it's like, it's not even vaguely anything to do with reality. Then he throws that at me. You could put a Christmas tree up and nobody will see it. <laughs> I'd pay. It really I, Honestly, that... Uh, Miles, it really it, hurt. I would pay him money for one of those. That is a bullet to fire at you. If I fired that at you, I don't know. That would end your brain. Coming from I wouldn't my, tolerate that from you. No, I know, exactly. But I think I got what him you as would do if it was the case. Mentally impure. So he said that and then I'll go, Wow. And he'll go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you upset? Shall I phone you? And he gets all like, and then, I can, then I'm back on top, aren't I? I've got him again. Genuinely, it's made my but tummy tingle. Even thinking about that, that line he said is yeah. wonderful. I know, it's good, isn't it? But I, I, was back on, I was back in charge within seconds because what Miles doesn't want to do is upset anyone. And then he's no. re- he'll be really worried that he's upset yeah. you. And then the next day he'll go... Hey man, uh, just thinking like some really cool Christmas stuff, hey? Like, <laughs> I bet your tree's nice. And I'll be like, don't you try and backtrack what you said. <laughs> said I went for a lie down for an hour after that one. And he's like, oh God, no, you didn't. But it's funny because... Miles, you know, if you're listening, could you yeah, Facebook message me or text me? I don't, any other in the future... Any other insults? Why don't to you have Nico? a little brainstorm together? Yeah, because because that is if I'd read that, if I'd read that, I would genuinely makes me feel so happy. I can't contain myself. <laughs> oh, you do wish that it was you. Oh no, but it wouldn't have been right from my voice. You, you were completely right, but hearing Miles say it, it's like good enough. I can vicariously attack you through Miles. Well, it's interesting because. You wouldn't oh. have come up with that line when no. you think about it. He is he is in a so good three four bedroom house with a family and a dog, yeah. And their Christmas is going to be like what Christmas sort of is supposed <laughs> yeah. to be, you know. Yeah. And for him to point out that I live on my own and I've got nothing, <laughs> it's, it's barbaric. But he can say that. But you wouldn't. A you well you 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 know you with with Helen, but you wouldn't you wouldn't um, gloat. No. Even if you were with family, because to you, 
what would your what would your ideal Christmas be? You'd probably like to be it be on your own, no tree, yeah, just no, completely, like nothing, completely. So 100%. that's that's another reason why that line wouldn't have come from you, right? Yeah, I'm almost jealous of it. That's of of of, of what you've got. The venom, mm. I wouldn't have that venom, but I can still appreciate it. You I can, can celebrate the idea, the idea that yeah, of of hitting your misery. Yeah, he's n- n- nobody. He's gone straight into the nervous system there. You're going to buy a Christmas tree. <laughs> nobody will see it. <laughs> like, what is the point? Stop wiggling. <laughs> okay, oh, calm down. Okay, so that oh. happened. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I do... My lad, My lad's 15 now, mm. and... The bit has gone where it's tee let's like sneak the presents around there. And can, can I, sorry, to interject? Oh, right. Oh, right. We weren't meant to be talking about Christmas stuff. Oh, God, yeah. In fact, the first note you wrote <laughs> on the piece of paper about today's podcast was, don't mention right. Christmas. So maybe... Shut up. I don't, it's your show. But I just, you, you wrote a manifesto. All right, I'll finish like this you're bit. You're betraying it. And then... Okay. And then we will make a pledge that this will be not Christmas yeah, from so, this moment okay, on, fine, right? Fine, fine. But what I was going to say is, and this actually segues into it being not Christmas. So let's let's get Christmas dealt with and shut into the cellar. Because yeah. I really, really loved the years when my lad was young and the magical bit. And even after the magical bit where it's like they know it, and well, I don't want to say it out loud because I'm yeah. sweet and I don't want little children yeah, sure. to hear the wrong thing. But after after uh, a child becomes an age where they forget that magic is real, mm-hmm. um, then it's still like exciting for a few years. But now he's 15. It's like, it's just, he's just literally like, just give me money. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Cash in an envelope. And, and I don't and I respect him for it. Yeah. But it now means that my taking part in the magic, there isn't really anywhere to put that anymore. Yeah. So, actually, what Miles said was right. And then when I went and bought the tree, all I could think of was the Miles line. And then I came back, put the tree up, and I'm lo- I am looking at it going, I've literally gone and bought this stupid little decorative tree, <laughs> and no one is going to see it. Well, that's not true. Well, you've seen it. This person yes. right here. Yeah, but the one it. person who hates Christmas the most... <laughs> Has come to see the tree. So, let us say that this episode, although I've just talked about Christmas for a few minutes, if it's Christmas Day or it's just, you know, in the stressful bit of visiting people and you're curled up in a ball in a spare room because you need to be away from all the horrible racist people that, that you're related to, let us just all calm down and relax. It's not Christmas Day. You are listening to Not Mm. Christmas. Yes. Um, So this isn't Christmas. And what have you done? That, that, but, you know. um, Let's just pretend that Christmas doesn't even exist. What would you replace it with, Alistair? What What would the 25th of December be? A day when you can do anything. You just bought yourself stuff. That's what I want. Well, I just yeah. want the right to buy myself things. Eat what you want and 
Yeah, so we can keep... Just like a, a day of basically like anarchic carnage. Yeah, exactly. That's I what it should be. don't like the hassle of, for other people and other people expecting things. But it should be a day of pure selfishness. Selfishness. And it should be Greed. sort of unsafe out there. Like the purge. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever see the the ITV drama The Second Coming with... Um, yes. Christopher Eccleston. Chris, yeah, Eccleston. Yes. And it got to the point where the the world was going to end and then there was a bit where there was just... Everyone had accepted that it's happening and there was a day, a couple of days where there was just people running around looting, setting fire to things. It was just carnage. Mm. I think it should be like that once a year. Yeah. Instead of Christmas. Yeah. And actually, looting would be how you get your stuff. Yeah. Just a fucking riot. Like a an anti-consumerist purge riot. That would be fun. Or at least like 95% off at the shops. Yeah. So just, you still... Yeah. But, Jen, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why not? We need a new one. Just evolve. There's not that many people anymore in secular society bothered about that Christ was born. So yeah, I say, who who could be the person that we say is born? It should be Elon, not Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos's birthday. Yeah, should be the new Christmas. Please, and you just—it's all off Amazon now. Yep, go wild on Amazon, and that's it. We wish you were Merry Bezos. We wish wish you were Merry Bezos. We wish you were Merry Bezos. And uh, and, uh, well, and uh, and just the Gregorian calendar beginning again. <laughs> and just the Gregorian calendar beginning again. Yeah. Uh, I am a bit... I d- oh, God, we need to not talk about it. It's not Christmas. Goodbye. It's not fucking Christmas. You're with us. Your favourite dark souls. Oh. Good to be back. Little Alistair and his master. Mm. I hope you liked our little um, playlet, our little, what would you call it? Vignettes. Yeah. At the beginning. Um, radio play. <laughs> I do want to go back, because when, when we thought, let's do a funny dream bit. Yeah. Didn't you, did you say before that you'd had a weird dream? Because we were, we were chatting when we were walking and you said, that dreams are like your favourite thing, yeah, even I, if they're I, horrible. I love dreaming. It's one of my favourite things to do is dreaming. And I can't... It's so lucky you get to be transported to another existence and believe it's real for a period of time. And mm. it can be the most insane thing. And it's great to just have a holiday from reality. I'm just... I think... Uh, well, I, I, it's like people in um, comas... Mm. I'm almost sort of like jealous of them sometimes that <laughs> oh they get dear. to just lie there. Oh dear. And uh well I take it that are they dreaming? I don't know. That, I mean but not imagine to be flippant just... about that, but that is a quite an interesting question. They're just that's, chilling that's, out. As if it wasn't bad enough. That like, pretty horrible to not get the bit where you then come out of the dream and go, oh, it's okay again. Oh god, that's depressing. Is this is this more fun than Christmas, so guys? This is Christmas. So this isn't Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Um, so yeah. what have we done? Discussing comas. <laughs> oh, leave it in a way that's not fun, <laughs> right? Um. So you, I, 
Yeah. You don't like reality very much, do you? Like the basics of reality actually is yeah, the just, weirdest bit just, about what you just say. Kind of want it resenting quick, your body. Quickly done with come on. Hurry I mean up. I as you know, like we met this morning in a cafe. Both of us were we didn't even have to say anything, we're just looking at each other like it's raining water. We've got to we've got to, in your words, accept water hitting our bodies. Yeah. I'm I'm tired. I don't I don't I've not got the energy to do anything. I've ended this year. Really good year I've had. Really sort of realigned things in a way that's made me confident and given me purpose and I think I know what I'm doing. But I've just fucking crawling over the finish line. And uh what we decided on the theme of that little playlet being me being weak and that's because I I literally am feeling <laughs> like I've kind of um gone into hibernation mode which is kind of natural mm. when it's dark and cold but i feel like i've physically become tired and floppy and weak lately it's you're, horrible you're kind of groaning a lot as you move around i'm hearing you feel weary yeah your presence yeah I mean, it's weary weary that's it's why you're sensing to uh, <laughs> you're sensing make, the opportunity to yes like a senate, like senators gathering around the emperor, and then yeah, yeah. I whisper in yeah. the shadows to my colleague, my yeah. my allies. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. As our shadows are painted on the wall by the flames, and, go, <laughs> and they're saying, "Yeah, that's is, it." Is it now? And I go, well, "You're nowhere. You're nowhere." I don't think there's any need we to rush. We shouldn't rush this. Let's Let us make sure that the paperwork course. is in place. Yeah, and um, send this seal to the. That's it. You know, the, to the, the assassins. Yeah. Are going to be called from the stretches of the empire, though. They're, they'll be hussed, hussed away in the night. They'll come in horseback. Yeah, but we won't even them... need that. I'm so weak. I think at this point you're going. No, no, no. There's no. There's no need for us to 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 give bags of gold to the professional assassins. I mean, literally, we could just get us like the simpleton from that sells those weird bits of meat from outside the cathedral, yeah. and just give him like fifty p. That's it. And he'll come in and he just needs to gently put his hand over my mouth. And I'm no. like, <gasps> I, I, I think it would be good outside. I'd like the idea of taking you out into the snow as you're looking at the forest. And there's some of us gathered around and you're going, oh, it's lovely here. And and then just <laughs> just very quietly, yeah. just very gently, we just throw you to the ground and like sort of put a spear through you. It's sort of <laughs> into the ground, just leave me yeah, there. Just like, like that, that's it. Speared that, into that's the ground. That's the moment. I sort of think that you, you could be like, oh, come, master. We, you must come and see the glorious view of the, you know, the the great forest. It looks so pretty yes. in, the, in the snow. And I'm like, I'm not sure I can withstand that. Don't worry about that. We'll, we'll carry you on your great oh. chair and you'll, there'll be many blankets and cushions. Well, if you think that it will. Uh, uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you sort of take me out and all you've got to really do and this is how you're getting away with it constitutionally. You are all going along with the charade that you are showing me the great view. And what all you've got to do is back away very slowly so that I'm just looking at the great view, not knowing where you all, you've all gone. Oh, yes, we back into the shadows. You back into the and shadows. And the wind howls. Yeah. And you go, oh, I just sort sir. of freeze. And yeah, exposure. I just end up sort of all snow on my eyelashes. And, everything. And, then, and, then, and then, of course, the next morning... You're found, a frozen yeah. corpse, and then we're like, he, he, the, the poor man, the glorious king, 
in confusion. Chose, no, no, he, cho- he chose... Oh, of course. He chose his moment to be taken by the frost over the great view oh. because it's, it's the noble, you know, in the noble tradition of yeah. uh, the Snow Queen taking him to the that's, to the winter heaven. And that's, and that's <laughs> where we'll build the statue, yeah. like on your frozen corpse. Yeah, you'll basically just put, like, Pastor of Plaris around my frozen yeah. body and I'll be there forever. And what's good is that the, the function, after all this time we've said, oh, the function... The function is to spear me into the ground. It's just that mm-hmm. I never knew that. You found it in an ancient text. Oh, my God, I've discovered what the real function is. It is on me. Like, it is on you to do it. So you've speared me through the heart into the ground. And then you put p- plaster of Paris around my frozen corpse. Yeah. And that's the basis of the statue, right? Yes. And all you've got to do then is saw off the spear, <laughs> which will then, no one will ever know that uh, that's how I died. Yes, yes. And the, the myth will always be that I... I asked you to carry me to the great view of the forest. And it'll only be in thousands of years where someone finds like some secret documents. Yeah. That they. BBC documentary. The the second coming of the function will be that someone breaks open the statue. Yeah. Like an archaeologist. Yeah. And they find that there's a wooden stake right in the middle of me. Mm. And then they'll work out. That uh, that Senator Griggs, architect, was the yeah. architect of the whole th- thing, and that the myth of me being the frozen god is bullshit. That spawned a yeah. new terrible, er- the Fourth Reich for for it's, for a thousand years. It's like the Richard the Third in the car park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, an archaeologist <laughs> yeah. and a and a celebrity co-host, so that it's sold to commissioners. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Where, where would program. where would it be? What would it be now? Where my body's been? They've built round it. It's always been there, but it's just sort of it's uh, boots round <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. of boots. There's a boots in in Wolverhampton. <laughs> And they've, they've always just, there's like a pillar, you know, there's like a pillar in a shop yeah. and it's like in between the shampoo and the <laughs> the men's toiletries is this white pillar and they've gone, oh, we just need to, uh, we're going to move this. Can we going to move the, um, the 24 hour photo booth into this side of the store? But we can't do it because this, this pillar obviously holds a building up and then some builders just like, hang on a minute, darling. That doesn't make sense because the shape of the building is over here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could take this pillar out. Well, oh, I don't know. It's always been there. here. How long has it been there? And then they sort of chip away at it and there's like a bit of yeah. cobwebs and that. And then they, they find I've just been surrounded yeah, this by it. stone looks so yeah, this old. Stone, yeah, this yeah. old stone geezer. What? Oh, and someone's wow. like, oh my God, it's the master. <laughs> this is glorious. <sighs> yeah, and it becomes like a... BBC Two Griff Reese Jones. Yeah, it is. It's Griff Reese Jones, and then a, a yeah, and the, and then the expert doctor something, and uh, it's on a New Year's Day, and it's like you, you, the the Griggsian realm that took over is effectively like a satanic realm. So then they've they've worked out that you are the source of evil, and that actually, although I was malevolent to you in all the stories, ultimately. I kept the I kept you from the world. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I've always felt. The function is I tell you that you're, I'm preparing you for evil, but really I'm always playing a game with you so that you never perform the evil. I've got you like a horse just running around a paddock, oh. like an idiot. 
you know what I mean? Is that me? I am. Yeah, I am. I'm just like, it won't be long before you're ready to perform your great duty. And you're like, like Prince Charles, really. Is it time yet? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. Of and it. now he's king and he's just like this kind of like tired old man with big red hands. <laughs> What's the point? Oh, Alistair, I'm afraid that you can't live in your dream and you're going to have to cope with the basics of reality. I'm going to name some basics of reality and you tell me whether you accept it. Okay. Gravity. Uh, Yes. Though weather. No, I don't accept it. Um, the, The constant requirement to attain and imbibe energy in order for you to be able to function. Eating, I'm saying. Again, I, I, I wish I could move away from it. Um, the limits of the speed that you're able to walk. Ridiculously annoying. Yeah. There shouldn't even need to I, be tra- modes of transport, should there? Yeah, just put me... I just want to teleport. Any mode Go. of transport that has ever been thought of so far by humans is basically just sort of a weak brainstorm of how to... Sup- Bypass only having legs. It's that. It's, you know, and you're also just sitting down and just moving at a faster speed than walking. That's it. I mean, that's all that's happening. Yeah, like, if all there is is sort of matter and thoughts, there's just no reason why we should have to be anywhere to experience something, right? There must be a way. I just want to move instantaneously. Do you think humans are incapable or just basically not equipped with good enough intelligence to be able to just crack that and then we just won't have to do it anymore. Do you think AI might do it? I'd love that. I'd love to just be able to be anywhere at any time. And Would you plug into it? If, it? if that came along as the option, you could just be like, I can't remember which film it was, like one of the Superman films from about 10 years ago. And then there was like a sort of underground, underwater incubation pod world. Do you remember? There was all little babies in it that were like stuck oh, to things, oh, yeah. almost like trees. Yeah, they were just like like berries on a on a tree. Yeah, but it was like a little glass pod with a a, a growing being in it. Yeah, you could just be in one of them, just plugged in forever, and just oh. experience everything through that. Would you like that? Yeah, the Matrix. Basically. I mean, even I though I'm be being a misery ass. And now you're seeing me. I think maybe the reason I'm withering like this, I'm tired, is I have, I've had positive, humanistic, appreciative, easily pleased, happy in nature, chirpy interactions with strangers, kind to people who are unfortunate. I've been spending time with people who see someone suffering. And I've done all that all this year because I've just been on this kind of like, it's like I was on a high mm. of appreciation after being depressed. And I think my body's just gone, you can't maintain that. <laughs> and now I'm like struggling to like stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so talking of that, right, this genuinely happened the other day. Uh, two things, actually. This is a positive one. I wouldn't mock a person who's down and out and in the street and all the rest of it, right? And we all walk past people all the time because we haven't got time and we don't carry cash and all that and you don't feel good about it, but you sort of just do it. But then now and again, there'll be a moment for me where you 
something just means you're now interacting with someone who's having a rough time and I might have a little word and say how they're doing and if I've got any money or if I've not got money, I'll say, can I get you anything from the shop? And mm. and I've done that a few times recently because it just feels horrible when it's cold and all that. But then I saw a geezer outside Tesco's in Hove the other day and he his setup was fucking amazing. And I just thought, what's going on here then? I said, are you all right? And he said, can I get you anything? And he went, he said, um, what did he say he needed? He said, oh, the only thing I still need is a first aid kit. And I went, oh, right. Uh, I don't know if they do that in here, but he said, no, they might not. But like, I'm just like amassing things because I'm about to go, I'm about to like go on a, a long journey. I said, what do you mean? He said, like, I've been on the streets on and off since I was 12. But he was, then he'd been married and stuff and had like a normal life. And then for whatever reason, that went all wrong. And like, it's almost like when when some stuff like that went wrong, he like reverted to the old way mm. and he's ended up clearly not in a good place sort of mentally, but he's almost like made a conscious decision. I don't know how to cope with that going wrong. So I'm going to, like he's almost like electively gone, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he's electively sort of almost gone back on the streets, mm. but with like a mission to do it in such a way that he had all this, he's got a big massive rucksack and camping gear and whatever, and he's walking everywhere for like miles and miles a day, a bit like a fucking soldier, right? In fact, I think he is an ex-soldier, okay. right? So I had a chat with him about it, and he was showing me all his bits, and he had like a laminated little thing with social media and stuff on it. And he, t- he told me his name, his name's Polo, right? And he said... Tonight I'm setting off to Stansted. I'm walking there. Someone's helped him raise enough money to get on a flight, and he's landing in Portugal. And then he's gonna—he had this like route that he's gonna walk from Portugal to Morocco. And he's kind of, um, what's the word? He's documenting it as he goes. Okay. And he's—I think he's trying to raise money for a charity or whatever. But he is literally sleeping rough as he does it. And he's had like a really bad time, and I was like quite touched by that. Um, and um, actually, I'm going to get him on the podcast. Yeah, because and he's he's been texting me. I gave him my number, and he's been texting me when he's in like in a new place, and 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 he's legit. Like you know, like and not not to say this in a horrible way because he could hear this, but there's a bit of you going, huh? like we're not used to someone in out sat on the floor outside a supermarket. <laughs> Saying they're getting a plane later that day, right? Yeah. But, but he's there, and he's now shown me, you know, his tent set up. He's like, he found some nice beach on Portugal, and he's he's camping, and he'll do what he's doing, and he'll go around, and he'll... Basically, he's got like a GoFundMe-type thing set up. Fucking heck. Mad, right? So that, that was lovely. But then I had another interaction on Sunday that I can't pretend wasn't even though it was a bit bleak, it was also sort of funny. And what it was is I was coming out of a pub with my mate and on the on Western Road in Hove, and there was some bloke lying in a... You know, like on a main road, there'll be like shop, 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 little doorway that's flat, mm-hmm. just a normal door. Yeah. It's open. There's a bloke literally lying, almost in a praying to Mecca type position, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. And it wasn't a Muslim person. 
but but someone was in that kneeling down, but it was just like going like that, and had like a shopping bag that his face had fallen onto, and I'm thinking, oh my god, it's like an old guy that's had like a heart attack, right? So I try and see if he's all right. I'm not getting much of a response. Just, and my mate is looking at me going, oh, shit. And said, let me try and get him back. Well, we couldn't get him back. And at this point, it's clear that the guy's just fucking steaming drunk. And I've seen a few people around here like that where they're like out of it on the floor. Mm. And the problem is most people are just going to shrug and say, what can we fucking do, mm. right? Because if you thrown an ambulance for someone who's broken their leg, it might not come for five hours. Mm-hmm. So a drunk guy is not very high up the list. And and it wasn't, you know, I was I was making these calculations, but I don't think the guy was like homeless. So again, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, well, shit, there's a homeless person kind of who's desperately ill or is overdosed or whatever. It was just like face down. But I'm thinking, no, this person needs to be helped into a, safer position but couldn't mm. fucking pick him up anyway a couple of minutes later we've got someone out of like a kebab shop to help and he's just going oh, I don't know who this is and then this really really muscly really pissed Eastern European guy comes down the stairs in that hallway that the guy's lying in and he's going what is happening and I'm like oh hello do you, do you know this person this person's on the floor and he's going Rashid <laughs> I went, yeah, are you Rashid? And he's going, yes, he's my friend. I said, you have been here for an hour? And I was like, an hour? He's just been lying out. So it's like you leaving my flat now and just being on the floor face down (laughs) after an hour. And I was like, and this guy was leathered. But it was like a real little bulldoggy, like hardcore, muscly, like looked like a fucking, I don't know. Insert Eastern European gangster country from yeah. a Bourne film. Yeah. And he went, okay, I'm strong. Ah, ah, I'm strong. Are you strong? We lift. We st- you're strong? We lift, Rashid. You're strong. Okay, okay. I'm, going, I'm not very strong. <laughs> I'm not strong. <laughs> and I'm going, Rashid, we're going to try and lift you. And he was just going, ah, <laughs> And I'm going, and so we tried to move him and he just sort of collapsed the other way. And the other bloke was so pissed. We dragged him into the doorway, <laughs> and the guy was still looking at me, going, "Come on, we are strong, strong." Uh, and I went, I said, "Listen, what's your name?" And he was like, "I can't remember his name, so I don't, I don't want to patronise him." But I said, "Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Vlad, is, is there any?" He's called <laughs> Vlad. Vlad. Is there, a, is there any, op- is there any chance that, that is Rashid drunk? Is this what this is? And he was like, "Yes, we have many drinks." And I was like, um, "Have it, have you given him too much to drink?" And he, and he. <laughs> He went, he went, okay, I may have given him a little bit of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like he knew he was telling a funny joke. That's, was he like, Pete? Yeah, he, he was joking. kind of going, oopsie okay. right. And uh, he said, always Rashid, he just wants to have beer and beer and beer and beer. But I said, no, you must have a little bit of vodka. And I was going, oh, mate. And well, maybe he should no stick to beer. I just sort of said. I'm very, very sorry, but I'm going to let you and Rashid try and figure it. We couldn't get him up the stairs. So I just sort of like shoved him a bit further into the hall and we just shut the door and left him. Wow. So that's my two sort of uh, Christian do-gooding moments of the week. I'm pleased you helped them. Rashid, I hope he's all right. I mean, it wasn't good. What what generous sort of community-spirited, lovely 
Christmas kindness thing have you done lately, Alistair? Are you asking me that? Yeah, I am asking you that. Um, simple everyday kindness. Well, <laughs> I had. I was going to take. I I accidentally um, ordered two toys for a nephew, and instead of sending one back, I was going to take it to a um, like a toy bank locally. You but were, I haven't. You were going to. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. <laughs> so I'm intending to do that. I'll, How long I'll will it be it. before and, uh, just not doing that creeps in? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm committed. We've all done that. I'm committed to doing it because I feel now that I, I have to. Um, I've realised that uh, I helped my neighbour um, uh, stop a smoke alarm ringing. Uh, that was good. I mean, you, did you do that because the the noise was annoying to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had okay. to. I mean, yeah, all right. Um, did you, were you angry or were you like, oh, don't worry, I darling. was annoyed that, I was bothered, that she bothered me with it. Do you ever call, like, in a cafe or in a in an old lady's hallway, would you call her my love and darling and sweetheart? No. What would you call her? Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Just very practical. Connie, yeah. um, I'm here to alleviate the noise for my own benefit. <laughs> she, Yeah, I mean, yeah, she got something out of it because now it's not ringing as much. But I can't say, I mean, that's probably as much as... I don't, what, what else if you worked I... on a market stall and you were just like wrapping up a little paper bag, you were twirling a paper bag with grapes in it, giving it to an old dear... What would you call her if she walked off? You didn't know her name. Ma'am. Madam. Ma- madam. Madam and ma'am. Here you go. Woman. Madam. Woman. So, so. Crone. <laughs> go about go about your day, crone. But here you are. Here, hello, madam. Hello. No, that feels so strange. Hello, miss. <laughs> miss. Yeah, I know. She's like 85. Yeah. But yeah, but then she'll go, well, I'm not miss. I'm 85. And I go, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to have to watch you. And I have to pretend that she's... What, like, oh, young? Oh, but you're still sexually active. <laughs> yeah. oh, and I just go, hey, just, I'm so sorry about him. Yeah. All right, my darling, you go about your day. Don't worry, he's just not used to talking to people, my darling. Yeah. All right, my love, you, you you carry on with your day, my darling. Yeah. It's, um... I love all that. Can't get enough of it. What, old people speaking? No, just, just being all chipper and over-familiar and northern and happy. It's I can't, like well, do. I'll do anything to avoid... When I, yesterday, I came back from my parents... And in the uh, train station, uh, I bought a coffee and a sausage roll. And the man there, who's been running the business for ages, said, um, felt like he was trying to engage me in conversation. I couldn't quite believe it. (laughs) 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 Couldn't believe it was happening. Go on. He said, that was it. I paid for it with a £10 note. And he said, oh, it's cash. I said, oh, do you take cash? And, and he went, uh, oh, yeah, no, we take cash. He goes, oh, my, so many places don't now and again. And I went, yeah, I know. But then he had to continue. Uh, I yeah, I know, that, was it? Yeah, that, I said, you? yes, I know. And then I, I was actually turning away from him. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he said then, <laughs> I was at, and then, so now it begins. He's now telling me a story. He says, I was at, um, in, I was in Scarborough, and I did all this big shopping in a, in a market, and um, I got all these items, and, and then I went to the tools, and I handed over cash, and they said, oh, we don't take cash. 
so by the time he said this, I, he's forced me to stop turning round. So I had to I look at him. And all, again, I said, and again, I said, I went, oh, right. Yeah. It, yes, it's that's, an, that's uh, another incident that's, that's happening on another day. <laughs> that's annoying, I said. But, you know, it's not. I don't care. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he stopped. And then he started talking to another old man mm. who mentioned, the old man was reading a story about Bob Monkhouse. And he said, um, it was sort of darkly comic. He said, uh, do you know Bob Monkhouse had two two sons and they both died? Oh. And he went, oh, really? And he said, yeah, one died of a, from cerebral palsy and the other one choked on his own vomit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and I just slightly <laughs> snickered to the side at how, <laughs> just how, and, and he kept on saying it. He went, yeah, no, he choked on his vomit. Awful. Yeah. Mm, why and bring I, that I up? Just, I don't know. I, I just... Wanted... But you, you'd go... <laughs> I just... That's horrible. I used to like Bob Monkhouse. He was one of the great joke writers. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was. He was very good. But um, then I got on the train and left. Oh, I just thought. Okay, so this is your, done. this is your attempt at telling a story of kindness. It's not really worked, does it? Oh yeah. Yeah, just flip it. But it was good. Mm, that's different. You enjoyed it, but what happened was was awful. Do you want to see something cool? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, please. so I'm, uh, I'm reaching into the limited bookshelf. I'm taking a copy here, and Nico's going to mock all this. Yeah, This is a copy of, the, of a magazine from August 1995. Bloody hell. It's called Ultimate Future Games. It was a video games magazine. I want you, gently, because the pages are quite bad, I bought this on eBay... Turn to page 32 and read the letter. Uh, Readers, before I open the magazine... Take a photo of it. To to get a picture of the innocence before this moment happened, I'm now taking a photograph of Ultimate Future Games magazine. August 1995. All right, you've said that. We preview every single 1995 next-gen game. There's a picture of a PlayStation 1 on the front, and it says, win 20 PlayStations. Yeah. Why would you want 20 PlayStations? No, I think, I think that's nonsense. I think the, uh, it was quite lax back then in terms of... I'm a bit scared. Issue 9, August... No- okay, okay, so go on. to page on. 32. One second, I'm going to put the microphone near the pages. And then read the first I'm now I'm now on page 32 of Ultimate Future Games magazine. Which bit am I looking at? What am I supposed the to The first be? letter there. Do you see that? Is it a letter? It's a letters page. Yes. Oh, my God. You've already right. seen it. You've All right, so hang on. It, the page itself says really, really bad typography. Is that I-mail? One-mail? U-mail. U-mail. Yeah, for so Ultimate Mail. But also, like the, the U is it's very shallow. It doesn't awful. look like a letter U. But it says U mail, feedback, and other white noise. And this is a double page spread where readers of the magazine have written in to have their say on issues of gaming and the magazine itself. I would yes. imagine. Yes. 
there used to be a similar thing in NME, the music magazine. That's right. And it was a real badge of honour to get like a little bitchy comment in about Travis or something like that. <laughs> so here we are. Letter number one in um, this month's episode. Prince Charming is the title of the... I might as well just say, the letter has been sent in by one Alistair Griggs from Boreham Wood in Hertfordshire. That's right. (laughs) It says, the title of the letter is Prince Charming. First of all, let me say that your magazine is absolutely brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) You can Before I started to read Ultimate, you've, you've abbreviated it. Like, like, like you're in some sort of like, like I'm in the like club. some sort of like cool club in LA. Yeah. Before I start to, before I started to read Ultimate, I didn't even know what a PlayStation was, comma, and had just heard of the Saturn. What's the Saturn? It was Sega's old machine, which was the PlayStation rival. All right. In last issue, in last issue, not in the last issue. In last issue, you mentioned that at the ECTS 9... What? At the ECTS, nine PlayStation games were displayed. (laughs) I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) This is fucking... Where's this going? These games will be launched in August with the PlayStation. What are the titles of these nine beauties... (laughs) and are most of them good question mark i think i have finally decided that i'm going to purchase sony's 32-bit monster (laughs) (laughs) fucking god right the only thing that was stopping me making this decision was daytona usa This is disgusting. But when I realised that Daytona isn't as exhilarating as as Ridge Racer, I decided to become a, an inverted commas, a PlayStation. PlayStation. A PlayStation. I created You've made (laughs) I created That I can't believe that never took off. <laughs> oh, you're a bit of a PlayStation, are you? Yeah, it should have. That's been massively overlooked. Yeah, it's a PlayStation. I mean, I'm here to mock you, but... Anyway, thank you for guiding me through the 32-bit no-man's land. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely fucking heartbreaking. Is that it? That's, it ends there. Uh... Oh, Alistair Griggs, Boreham Wood, Hearts. How old were you? 13. Oh, my God. So you would have been sat in probably a room in Boreham Wood, probably exactly like this one with the yeah. same lighting. Yeah, and the, in, my know, bed, in my bedroom. In your bedroom. And I remember... Cold, no, no warm, fluffy curtains, just the cold sort of um, Venetian blind of the, yeah. of the abandoned office. I think it was a curtain. <laughs> I think we had normal curtains. I remember getting that, buying that magazine, seeing my letter in it, and going, oh my God. And then like taking it to school. Oh yeah, that's like pretty cool at that age. Yeah. And then 
years later, and literally it was about two years ago, during the, or three years ago, during the pandemic, I had a flashback to this. And I went on eBay and I something about the front cover made me, and I think, was that the one? And I bought it and I opened it up and I saw that and I went, yes! Yeah, that's, that's great. That's, circ- that's circularity. <laughs> Maybe this is what has provoked the singularity. Mm. You've been plugged back in to the innocent, uncorrupted version of yourself and it's like jolted a sort of super highway that has been dead for ages of, of your nervous system, like muscle memory and what yeah. the synapse, synapses. I don't know if it's synapses or synapses. Yeah, synapse, but they yeah. do say that, like, say, like, we are really miserable because we've been in a crap relationship for 20 years mm. and we just think all the abuse we've had, that's how we think of ourselves. Then when we start looking after ourselves and being nice to ourselves, you are literally forcing your brain into understanding new neural pathways and that's how so i believe that everyone who thinks oh just this is just how i am mm. it's totally changeable it's 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 there is plasticity in your thinking you just don't think there is because you're just still being fed it's almost like we're not all religious but what you grew up hearing is like the religion that was forced into your head yeah but you can then mm. think new stuff and eventually your brain will be like, oh, that's it's like digging a new trench for the new information. <laughs> and I think that your moment, what, how long ago did you send off this magazine? About two years ago. Mm. Around, <laughs> this is under my around about the time when you started defying my yeah. joke kind of Emperor Palpatine orders. Yeah. So maybe you had been plugged back in. Well, it would have been before then, but certainly the yeah, the, the potential was there. But when you think about it, this so doesn't seem like something you do. Mm. It's sociable. You're quite front-footed and you're also you you're just being very sort of um you're engaging with something that you like out loud. <laughs> right? Seriously though, oh god, you've made you've not like, you've made like, a good point. Like um, this like little arrogant little shit, right? But in a good way, is going. Oh, <laughs> it's like um, I don't know if it's Ralph Wiggum's son in in um in The Simpsons. Yeah, what a fine morning, you know. Like it's not. Yeah. I don't think it is yeah. him, that, Martin. No, because yeah, he's no, yeah. no, he's just a he's like dopey, and he you're not that. Because you're really, you're obviously intelligent. This is an intelligent, confident child has gone. I think I'll have my say in Ultimate Future Games magazine. Papa, could you fetch the writing equipment? (laughs) And you, this is pre-internet as well, right? So you've written this in ink, yeah, and you've put it in a post box. Yeah, that's effort. That's like trying to create a reaction, get something to happen. What shall I do? I think I should tell the good people of Future Games magazine. You know, I think. encourage them and let them know that they also have in turn encouraged me. That's like what your little 13-year-old little Lord yeah, Fauntleroy shithead little self was saying to these people. <laughs> and something killed that little lad. And it wasn't me, I might add. By the time I met you, you were, you were like this kind of like smoking, smouldering robot mess. What n- killed it? What, what, why do you now not go, hey, 
PlayStation 7 magazine. Just been loving your work and blah, blah, blah. You, you don't do that anymore. <laughs> you mean in terms of I don't like post things on social media. I don't really declare. Well, you, you like you like playing the character that you don't really like things. It's like, I, I, case in point, I'm going, oh, what, you know, you, you said something about like a pork dish that um, Lauren makes. Mm. And I was like, oh, that'd be nice. if you know what you And then you, you text me and went, you're not having the pork dish. <laughs> and I went, all right. And you went. And it and it even the fact that there's there's no reason this should be funny, but because it's from you, you were like, we're having fusilli pasta with chorizo and pesto. Like <laughs> if she'd have said that, I'd have been like, all oh, right, that's fine, thank you so much. But you saying it is like you're detached from liking food anyway. So I just think of you as like you're just like passing that on. And I went, and so I knew that that's how you think. So I I replied saying, are you looking forward to the flavours of the chorizo oil mingling with the basil in, and you went it is just flavoured matter <laughs> now the person that walks around for as long as I've known you saying things like it is just flavoured matter is basically a persona that you've got that is like spiritually dead <laughs> is the joke right yeah. it's either the joke or it's not the joke right that same person couldn't have written this letter Discuss. It's such a good point. I, I just, yes, that me now and that thirteen-year-old boy is just an alien. <laughs> I um, and I don't know what happened. It, and I, I, my only thought is, is it something to do with nowadays? You're so deluged with stuff compared to the 90s where this is a physical magazine and as you said I had to write them a letter yeah. it's almost like you have to kind of earn your enthusiasm whereas yeah. now you just go oh, you've done it I've just done I've done the enthusiasm I'm over it now yeah, it's just I mean, it's just another thing not only, whereas, yeah, but that's I, mad like yeah you're right but actually the that makes it even more amazing because there were many barriers to you saying something to someone in a magazine and you did them. You, you, you basically overcame those barriers. You literally physically thought I'm going to write and ask a question. Yeah. You wanted to know something. Now you'd Google that and you wouldn't give a shit, right? Yeah. And that's fair. But, but why were you up for jumping hurdles then? But now you don't like even the merest. You've just, we've, we've just discussed that you resent, having to walk and that all forms of transport aren't good enough and that you should just be like an amoeba plugged into a machine. You're sick of it. But then you would write to people in a magazine to ask them some questions about something. Yes. And be enthusiastic about it and use fun terminology like it's PlayStation oh. <laughs> and, and call it a 32-bit monster. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm you're, showing a bit of flair. You're effectively doing like guitar solos and cartwheels in that in, <laughs> that, in that letter. It was the, the 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 as you said the sort of gumption I had the real arrogance <laughs> to say like PlayStation, <laughs> which nowadays that's a brilliant I, I, term by the way. Well, well, also the thing is about it, if you look at that, that would now be because I do work in advertising. That yeah. would be a creative route. Oh, mate, you've what you've like yeah. If you've done a day of thinking on a PlayStation account, yeah. Everyone would be standing around the word PlayStation going, yeah. hang on, oh, we can... So what's it? This hang is on a route. minute. We could, we could get five years of, of activity based around yeah. PlayStations as a breed. That's a yeah. whole marketing campaign that you thought of in a letter <laughs> at age 13. Yeah, be a PlayStation. 
and actually that's you know the link to the real you is that you're still good at that you're still good at coming up with things and yeah. you, you're a writer and that was like the beginning of you being a writer yeah. but what's interesting is the utter the the difference between the enthusiasm the gumption and the utter broken knackered <laughs> cynicism <laughs> and i can't I'm, I'm not laughing at you because like i'm we're sitting i'm knackered i'm just like Ugh, what are things but it's it is difficult to reconcile those two alisters but is that the trajectory of life i mean at 13 i was so in that letter i am asking a question <laughs> but really i've written that as a kind of vehicle to show off my skills I've 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 read writing other letters. skills. Yeah, yeah. Is I've, that why it's got thirty-two bit monster? Yeah, I'm doing it, and I'm doing that scene. Like maybe I could do this, and I'm trying it out, and then I get published effectively, and I'm like, wow. oh, open, open the page again, because let's let's just page let's just um, let's just pour over this a little bit deeper. Yeah. Let's have a look. Because so where's the no man's land bit? That's, That's right at the end. I sign off with that. You know, big ending. Big yeah, end big. Thanks, thank you, which is just nothing that you never say thank you. Your words to me when I've gone, you know what, like, did you enjoy the meal I cooked for you the night around my house or whatever? And, and I'll say, I've not heard from you since. And you'll go, uh, you'll just reply, yes, I struggle with gratitude. Well, the I, same I struggle, person yeah. once said in print. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for guiding me through the 32-bit no man's land with an exclamation mark. Yeah, yeah. And you knew what that exclamation mark signified. It's boom. Boom. I finished. Yeah, you thank I mean, yeah. actually, really thank you for guiding <laughs> me through the 32-bit no man's, no man's land. land. So which is uh, effectively a, a metaphor. Yeah. Or is it? Is it well, I, was lost. I, I would oh. have been lost without you, is what you're saying. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, Hang on a minute. Also, that what's weird there is you're saying thank you almost like in advance of them helping you because you're expecting a reply that because you you basically said what PlayStation games are coming out. That's the if we're going to get to brass tacks about what the letter's about, you're, yeah. you're just saying I feel though I've dressed that up like actually the, the <laughs> I I feel that the question is uh, irrelevant. I've sort of just grasp for a question because I feel like small I feel talk. like it's politeness yeah it's in my, small talk yeah to try and I burst in <laughs> showed off but <laughs> I kind of like went oh tell me about yourself first of as well all, yeah, yeah yeah listen first of all can I just say like you don't need to do that in a letter because it's Something. like no one's gonna no one else is gonna talk <laughs> Before yeah. I start, no, you yeah, have you right. have started. I, I approached it <laughs> like a speech. What I also like is that it's the kind of when you do the voice, it's like a manager of a company coming in at like Christmas almost and saying, "Guys, he's actually de delivering ultimately bad news." But yeah. he's saying well, it's almost like all, first of all, let me say that individually, well, before, yeah. you're all great. However, the company is going to be restructuring in the new year. It's <laughs> like that's that. what you expected yourself to become. Maybe, yeah. And, and, and I'm but not saying this could never all, happen, because maybe it still can, because I've now seen that that's in you. Yeah. You could become the sort of boss who has to lay a load of people off. And I oh. think that, that would be your dream, wouldn't it? To be to downsize a company for the good of the shareholders' profit, <laughs> even, <laughs> even at the expense of nine people being made redundant. I, I just have to turn them, not, I just that, have to dehumanise them. No, it's just data. Fine. That's, just, that's yeah. just factual data to yeah. you. Yeah. That, just, kid, that kid knew just that numbers. you had it in you. In fact, you're sort of 
talking to the editorial staff of this magazine like you're their boss. <laughs> first of all, so like, listen, guys, first of all, first of let all, let me tell you that your magazine is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, look, you're all doing a great job. But um, Terry, I love what you're doing with the 3D. But I'm going to need a little bit more from you. I'm yeah, going to need yeah. a bit of information. So what I need to know is what are the titles of these nine beauties? Beauties. Uh, the, the, uh, that's the slight criticism I've got of my 13-year-old self. Because what I've said there, I've kind of <laughs> given the game away. I've said, why am I referring to them as beauties? Well, and then saying, are, well, also then saying, and are they good? Well, surely I know they're good by calling them beauties. Yeah, it's fucking... I've slightly um, contradicted myself in the in the prose there. Yeah, well, it's the, the arrogance. It's like you're... you're uh, but then I'm not even You've come in with your hairspray and your jacket. Yeah, I have. My Adidas. What year is this? 1995. All right. So... So what have they said back? Let's have a look. Do you, do you want to read... Hang on. Or should I? The, you read... The, 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 they, they, the, so the they reply. wrote back a response. They always do this. They wrote back a response. Can you imagine then the guy? It's this is Future Publishing, which was like a massive publishing house back in the day, and this is some sort of like twenty-four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, he's writing back. It's his first like staff job. He's a journal. I think that they've journo. read. I think right. Here's the other thing. Right, there's no reason. There's no reason at all in your text. That the letter should have been titled Prince Charming. No, but do you not think I I appreciated that as a kid? Because I think they were They've titled I, you Prince Charming. Yeah, but they? I wonder, and I don't know this floor because I can't remember, I wonder if in my letter I wrote my age, age thirteen, or something at the end. And they've gone like Oh, bless him. And he's polite. I think they're saying, what a polite young man. You are. You're because right. Because I did open up saying, I'm saying, look, guys, first of all, let me just say your magazine is absolutely brilliant. Can I, and can I just say that not in a, in, a, in a million lifetimes would anyone that I know think of calling you Prince Charming? I know. I oh, don't what a little charming man. What's happened? <laughs> charming little man. But the thing, I genuinely... <laughs> you're like rotten to I'm, the core. I'm so right. Where did this... Right, let's just let's get on to the reply. All right, hang on, hang on. No, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Just, just, oh, just. Oh, I'm very sorry. Sorry. I, I bent, I, I aggressively bent the magazine yeah, this, back this, as this. if it was just like TV quick. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, I'm genuinely sorry. I just find that. It's, a, it's a, a treasured artifact. Uh, they reply Sony did indeed show nine games at the ECTS, but whether they'll be actually available at launch. Is another matter. <laughs> um, one thing that we can be certain about is that Ridge Racer, Toshinden, and Tekken are certain to be here in August slash September. Oh, and there are still mixed feelings about the Ridge slash Daytona argument. <laughs> Dash, you bang, you hit the fucking nail on the head with that one, mate. Um, some prefer the former's instant gratification, <laughs> while others put up with Daytona's faults in favour of its greater depth. And then it just says you at the end, which is their like sign off, like email, the email team. Yeah. Ultimate. I'm, ultimate I'm, for short. Yeah. I so you, actually, they've fucking bested you there because you've called it ultimate. Yeah, I don't think I can and say just you. Gone, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
I feel that would be completely... So I think they're threatened by you and they've had to go... Instead of going, best regards, the ultimate team, they've just gone, we need to claw some fucking power back here and they've just called it Ooh. But Prince Charming, what do you make of that? I mean, I, I, I genuinely... I actually do find this quite weirdly emotional. <laughs> like, what happened? Emotions. I do. Alistair. You're so right. There's an energy and an enthusiasm. And I just wonder if it's because the times have changed or have grown up. It's just a, it's just a natural thing of growing up. But just I certainly... The world's beaten me. You weren't beaten yet. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to mock that. Passionately like anyone. burst out and say, guys, there's this innocence to that time, I think. Yeah, there is to the general. It's lovely, you know. We know the 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 simplicity of the of the methods of interaction meant that we weren't carrying this fucking huge electronic burden of a billion voices all the time. It's really fucking so, tiring, isn't it? I think that's why I'm tired. You had to plugged in, seek out things. the voice. Say again. You had to seek the voice out. You did. So, yeah. so, I, so I bought mm. this magazine. And it was two pound fifty. I don't know. Quite I don't know if that. I might have had a subscription as like a present or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then this came through, and oh wow. Mm. Yeah, it's sad. What? So but, I'm, I've got a question. Yeah. It's strange this because usually you say, "What would?" How old are you now? Forty-one. Right. So you, the usual question. Because usually we've learned some good things through all the ups and downs. And what you say is, what would you... So I would say to myself, 49-year-old Nico, what would you say to 13-year-old Nico? And I feel like I could give him wisdom and say, look, just trust that you're going to you're gonna get there on... You know, you've got ability in you because you're sort of good with people and that's going to really matter and you're going to let yourself worry too much about what people think of you and you're going to get trodden a bit if you're not careful. So just realise that you're allowed to hold your own space, trust your creativity and your ability and keep going because you're, you know what, you're a little dude and you're, you're fucking fine. That's what I would say to young me. Through, yeah. And that would have saved me lots of the hand-wringing that I've done, right? Or letting people treat me shit or abusively or whatever. Mm. The, the, some of the times where I've let myself be walked on. And you could still do that, but I think it's interesting to ask. In this case right now, and I might be wrong, it feels like 13-year-old Alistair is more likely to give you a pep talk. Oh. Is, that, is that too much? Is, no, that, is that horrible? No, I think that's really true. What do you think 13, 13-year-old Alistair believed about what was possible? Out there, it's like, right, this is the start. I write this letter. They'll know that I've got a turn of phrase in my back pocket. I'm passionate about gaming. You weren't intimidated by writing to them either. Oh, shit, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. It's a bit deep. I felt myself get upset. Oh, mate. Okay. I so feel like... I, 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 well, it's really sad. My first thought was quite sad, actually. Only say it if it won't break you because I won't I won't um well I've ugh, I slightly feel like you'd be a bit disappointed but that 
yeah, that that would, I can understand why you would say that, but I would say that's the thing that we're because I felt like that last year, and when I had all that down shit, and obviously like we're sitting here now laughing because I'm I just whatever reason I'm fucking knackered, but I had to literally break the mold of disappointed me because I thought that was real me now. Mm. So 48, 47, they've got me, I'm beaten. I am no longer bright little 13-year-old me. So I felt that as well. Yeah. But I had to, I had to realise that that was a sort of self-imposed pretend little shell that I'd put on, which is basically an excuse not to try. And so you have to fucking break out of it like... Yeah. Like like in Superman 3 when his outfit changes colour and he's not, he puts the leaning tower of Pisa straight yeah. and all that. Is you can wallow in that and live in it and think it's your reality, but then you've you've come face to face with some evidence that the real you can kick doors down and be enthusiastic and present yourself well and believe. Yes, and obviously all of us going through adult life, you encounter the the barriers to your dream, if you like, and it can make you really cynical. And we laugh, we revel in that cynicism for comedy. But what I think the sweet spot is being able to revel in it for comedy still, whilst going, well, fuck that. I won't be beaten by that. I will I will invoke up for it 13-year-old me to go in a new direction. Because that is the, I think that's the real us. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, for me, it's, the, you know, when we talked about it loads, I'm still up for working in telly, but I won't. I won't beg at its door anymore because it's demeaning. Mm. But I believe now that I've started a new path, digging a new trench of what can I do in audio and what, what you know, still write ideas for books. And I could just make, like if we do a narrative thing that's an audio thing, version of our stupid relationship, and that's like almost like a kind of a comic noir fucking thing. <laughs> we could do that because we want to, because we think it's funny. Well, it's irrelevant well, what's happening in any industry. If you think, actually, I've just had a thought, which is that opening line, which I know we're laughing at. First of all, let me say your magazine is absolutely brilliant. That's me. And it's something that sticks out a lot, right? Mm. Because that's me, 13-year-old me, really honestly declaring that I like something. And mm. I really did love this magazine, mm. right? And I think it's quite rare yeah. for me now... To like anything. Well, that it's... And that's not in a way like as in mm, things are shit, but I think that's important. So because what? That's bit, so what? Who cares? Yeah, because that's <laughs> lacking. Whereas now, if I do like something, it's quite rare, and then I re- I can be quite energized by it. But I think me back then being excited about something. Yeah, something it's like. genuinely there's this excitement, and yeah, that's what's sort of been slightly lost because I do feel it's a feedback art. I think art and culture really is a feedback. It's certainly, you know, like things... We've mentioned this before, but when we did sketch writing, like Armstrong and Miller and, and that, things like that, that was a, a, like a feedback for me where I'm seeing something mm. which I really find funny and then and actually I'm the joy then of... contribute to that. But it's almost like saying to me, this is possible. Well, yeah, and like when we got the brief for those first sketchy things... yeah. It's so open. It was like, we need a load of stuff. You need to go off and find out what really makes you laugh in order. And then that's what that's your work. Yeah. That was like, the, it was to this day, the most f- f- exciting 
moment of like the comedy side of my life. Yeah. Like, those three series coming up with ideas for that. It was completely was. Just because so it was joyous. basically saying, it's play, it's this innocence. is what's possible. We, we, yeah. And then it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then it. But you've now teetered. come to believe that nobody wants that. And so there's no point to any of it. And you start to shut down. And I'm the same. I'm like, I can take the piss and have fun with it. But we're now, we've now gone deep. But what I believe is. I've realized that I can still have those feelings about things. It's just that those people that make you feel like that about it, they don't deserve those ideas. So you've got to nurture those ideas. You've got to find a way of doing them for yourself, which actually you did when you, even though we 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 had fun taking the Mickey out of it. Oh yeah, with Man- well you did you did it with Man in the Box, completely. And then maybe you weren't. 13 year old you enough to just go ah this is it I've found something I'll keep fucking this doing it could be very true could be but that's, very that's true. understandable really I know we I, I, I do the thing where I got mad at you for not <laughs> yeah, that's good. for not uh, keeping the oven hot but it isn't easy <laughs> to do because you just think what's the point but there is a point if you like the thing like you said I gen- you genuinely love the magazine yeah I could have said to you then what's the point of reading another issue of this magazine you've already got a copy of it no, no, I want to find out. I want to keep going. I want, like, you mm. wanted to be in it, plugged in, find out what's happening every month. It was, it was, a, it was you that. Like, you were into gaming, in other words. Yeah. And, and at some point, you were obviously into comedy. Yeah, and I was and writing. Because well. I'm trying to do a joke. I'm like, I'm signing off here with a sort of semi joke 32 bit no man's land. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like Say a, the whole sentence. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for guiding me. Through the 32-bit no man's land. Alistair Griggs, Boreham Wood, Hertfordshire. I'm saying that the 32-bit place, it's chaos. It's comparable to World War One. <laughs> no more no man's land, where there are men and barbed wire dying. There's skulls and death everywhere. <laughs> and I'm horses. saying, you know what? About yeah, hundred what was it, 1914? Mm. There was some guy back then going, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if in a hundred odd years they can play compare this to the thirty-two bit generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it tra- is... it's strange to think, isn't it, Albert? That uh, <laughs> one day there'll be a metaphor about this situation <laughs> by a thirteen-year-old cosseted little mathematician <laughs> sitting in a semi-detached house who, who in thinks wood. that the, that the uh, surfeit of yeah. co- of computer game consoles, yeah. Is 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 uh, dizzying enough? Yeah, I think something his like a hundred thousand men. His consumer dilemma died at the Battle of the Somme, yeah. and I'm comparing that yeah. to. Well, in a way, well, that's not your fault that that's where we arrived, but it sort of is where we arrived, isn't it? Like consumerism took over everything. Yeah. But oh, anyway, goodness. yeah, I think I believe, even though I've not believed it, because I've never seen evidence of this you before. The story you've always told me is that. From the beginning, it's almost like you're like Wednesday Adams. You're just like, no, I will be in my room performing geometry. I will not take part in enjoying the other things that my friends are enjoying. And it's like, ha ha ha, that's Alistair. He's like robot man. Yeah. But then you show, you read this out, and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's got feelings. Oh, They're, they are still in you. Oh. But it's whether you want to do the work of peeling back the onion layers I, I do. to fight, do you? Yeah, Please don't do it too quickly because this this really works at the moment for me. You are recording this, son. Yes, I'm recording it. 
well, let's let's tell the boys and girls that uh, you know, although I lord it on you all the time, you've been able to on this occasion, and you were actually very dignified and mag magnanimous because what happened when we the first bit of this uh, stuff that you've heard was recorded at Alistair's house while I was recording the dinner at dinner at the Griggs's episode. Yeah, but what happened? Um, halfway through that chat, Nico discovered that the SD card was no longer functioning. It was full. It was as simple as that. And yeah. I, I'd, I'd attempted to empty the SD card, so I arrogantly thought I'd done it. But I didn't even look how you empty an, an SD card. <laughs> and I'd just done a sort of visual perfunctory clearing ah. of a thing. I hadn't reformatted it. Ah. So in other words, we we... We had this conversation about three weeks ago, but I, I wasn't recording now. it. I think I think it is better, and we it really threw us on the night because I knew that what we had was gold. Yeah. But actually, now we've processed it. Bit and of I time. think I think our reflect your reaction to where the, the joining point, just to be open about it here, was I think the same person couldn't have written that letter. Da da da. Discuss. That's the point at which we cut the old conversation off. Yeah. I think your our subsequent conversation is better than the one we had. Completely. I was genuinely, I felt a pang inside of me when you asked, what would that 13-year-old say mm. to me now? But I know that I immediately had a sort of sad thought, but it's not, that's just, that just pops in your head, doesn't it? But it's not true. But it's interesting how I think that. A sad thought, which was what that that you don't uh, believe, like yeah, he yeah did. that my thirteen year old me would be disappointed. I think that's pretty common. But don't you think that thirteen year old you could also be? This is why I'm. It's weird to say it, but it's like I've re I reckon thirteen year old you would have a quite a good fist of cheering you up because he'd be like, "What you wrote on Armstrong and Miller? You did this, you did that." And blah, blah, yeah, blah. but I <laughs> the problem is thirteen year old me probably wanted to become lord of the universe so yeah. it's probably almost like okay, uh, i'm 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 going like why aren't you now we're back in familiar territory <laughs> yeah you this, this... would be lord of the universe well he's probably no genuinely he's probably angry that i'm not a multi-millionaire he's probably actually is like oh right so what do you mean you don't have millions of pounds do you remember grange hill from the 80s yes i know you're a bit younger than me but, but i watched do you remember sort of do you remember uh there was a character called Gonch who had red hair. No, the, uh, so I was 80s, in like the 90s. 90s. All right. So Gonch's first, um, and by the way, Gonch. Gonch in Canada is underpants. But, <laughs> okay. This if is there's any Canadians out a, there, um, please don't be confused. This guy wasn't called underpants. He yeah. was probably called like, that was his second name or whatever. But he was like that kid at school who's got a, a money-making scheme, right? So yeah. what he did is he, he brought a toaster in and they secretly made toast, wrapped it in foil, and they sold toast and butter to the kids at break. So it was the enterprising one, who you would now expect to be like regional manager of an estate agent chain with a coke problem and having yeah. an affair. So you, 13-year-old you, might have dreamed about being a super capitalist. Is that what you're saying? Yes. But don't you think it's arguable that he didn't realise... Actually, maybe that's where you're a bit confused. And it is the, the classic argument is between commerce and art. Well, Because you, you're actually good at being creative, mm. but you're frustrated that it doesn't make you a successful 
capitalist, but they're two different things. Yeah. I'm happy being, I'm happier and I accept I may never make a mint. As long as I'm making enough money that I can still keep playing come at the ideas, I now accept that I live in a fucking one bed flat. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I accept that. I do get a bit jealous when I think I go around to a mate's house and it's like their three, four bedroom house, really big garden. They're wondering whether they're going to get a hot tub, all that. <laughs> a bit of me goes, how have I not, oh, I've not yeah. kept pace. But then I think, do you know what? If in another, sometime in the next two years, something else cool and creative happens, and I get a lot of time daydreaming and thinking of ideas and whatever, on balance, I think it's worth it. Maybe you shouldn't be so hard on... I, I No, I completely... I, I mean, I don't know if it was like my upbringing and stuff like that. The world I was in. The expectation of delivering a sort of consistent earning plan that goes a certain way. In. Uh, yeah, it was the sort of... Not really like my family, but but the sort of outer edges of it. But the society, well, the I mean, world Boreham I was in. Wood. It was very much... Alistair Griggs, Boreham, Boreham Wood. Wood. yeah. You know, it's a kind of expectation of. But then you have the option of going, right, I'll just become a data led, <laughs> you know, TV executive. You could get paid well. You know, you understand the business. You could go and get one of those jobs and work your way up and be a commissioner and all that. Why would you not do that? Because that is where the money is in our industry. Why would you not do that? Oh, because I feel like I'd be. Betraying, betraying what? Maybe the thirteen-year-old. Maybe, but he maybe. wants to be a capitalist. Well, you've since become an artist. Okay, yeah. But what you've not done is forgiven yourself for being an artist. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is that true? I think you might be right. So, as much as I, I, I can't believe that that thirteen-year-old is talking like he talks, like a little fucking Alan Sugar, Alan Sugar Lump. <laughs> Alice the Sugar Lump, right? Well, no, the thing is about him, to be fair to him, he just thought they went hand in hand. He had an idea. Oh, yeah. He Naivety. just thought that, yeah. so you write the good stuff and you become a billionaire. <laughs> he was yeah, like, yeah, guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, I know how That's, it works. That is the nucleus of most of your anger, in my experience. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with you. We moan about it all the time. But it's, he, like, it's the basic realisation and acceptance that the 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 end product of of creativity isn't money. Yeah, but he believed he thought the world was entirely meritocratic, oh, and he cannot believe yeah. that it wasn't. Yes, you're right. I mean, that is it. It's, it's most of what we talk about. He's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Still, that he's just going. But yeah, but back then he doesn't he he doesn't know that. So he's just going. Oh, this is going great. Yeah, like the American dream is like if you. Whoever you are, you could start from wherever and you can end up there, right? Mm. And in a way, they've proved it, even though it's a mess, America, at the moment. The the sort of Obama story was pretty inspiring. You know what I mean? Like Trump forgetting the politics for a minute. Mm. You, were, you had a billionaire fucking dad, right? So fuck you. Yeah. you that doesn't count. But Trump, sorry, but um, but Obama... Was it was all fairly modest, wasn't it? Like the mm -hmm. the initial background and all the rest of it, and being like a black man and all the rest of it, like that proved the American dream can work. Yeah, but I've always felt the American dream is very dodgy because it's all about achieving measurable success. Yeah, status. 
a status pyramid, if you like. Yeah. Whereas for me, the reason I'm a lot happier is because I'm now thinking the the, the most valuable um, asset, not asset, commodity, is time to be doing things that you enjoy doing. And all right, you might need money to do some things. Like, mm -hmm. oh, great, well, the thing I want to do is yachting. I'm going to need money, right? No. But... What I like is thinking, exploring ideas, doing things that are a bit creative, doing music, fucking, if I had enough time, I'd be doing painting. You know, that's more valuable to me than doing it at the cost of someone in the capitalist system telling me what the thing should be like and then ruin it. It's the same old argument always, isn't it? It's like the client ruins yeah, the thing yeah. or, or the, the commissioner or the TV channel or the focus group waters down the idea but you want them not to that's why you're angry mm. but but that you're asking for something that isn't possible <laughs> yeah. in the same way that you resent physics and only having legs you are resenting the model that has always been the way it is so at what point are you going to go that isn't what it is and figure out another way to be satisfied Who's that? Whose responsibility is that, Alistair? Oh, don't. Whose responsibility is it? It's not thirteen-year-old Alistair's responsibility, it's, it's my, is it? It's my responsibility. It's thirty-nine, year, forty-one. 41. Year old. Yeah, it's up to you, isn't it? <sighs> wish it wasn't. Yeah, but that you wish it wasn't. Is that your Christmas wish? I wish. I, I wasn't. wish it wasn't. I don't want to be in charge. Yeah, it's all about responsibility. Sorry that everyone's now listening to a lecture. Yeah. We come back round to the same thing, don't we? Yeah. We come back round <laughs> telling to the same Alistair, thing. What's he doing wrong? And I gl gladly say, yes, you're right. <laughs> I, I am think, doing I think it there's wrong. joy ahead, Alistair. Do you think? Acceptance is joy. It's fucking hard at the time. Acceptance but, oh, is joy, oh, yeah. It's fucking pure joy, mate. It really is accepting what just is and then going, I will now work with that. What else? What is, what is, you know, it's like water going, all right, fine, I'll go around, you know, there's a dam, I'll stop here then. Or like, you know, like, don't be like, move the dam. <laughs> I want the dam. I now live in a dam situation is, is, and then work around that is a quicker route to joy than anger at the existence of a dam. But they should just get rid of the dam. Who's they? The, you know, we know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Alistair! <laughs> Don't blame them. There isn't a them. There is only you and your the actions you choose to take in order to make your nervous system and emotions as happy as possible. <laughs> Obstacles are just... What's the word? Like inbuilt, they're um, inherent. I think you need to get deeply into like um, meditation and mindfulness. Yeah, I've heard that's quite good. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> it's quite good. Um, should I buy you? Should I give? Should I t send you home with a, like a meditation book? I, I might. Yeah. I think I've got one somewhere. Is it going to be a lot of hassle, though? 
well, now you resent that you've got to actually read it and you'd rather, oh, I'd rather that the information could just be put into me in, a, in an oh, SD yes. card. Yes. Right. I want meditation quick. <sighs> Fast. Round and round, round and round we go. And always the answer is, I don't want to try. <laughs> I don't want to try. No, I do want oh, to try. God, the effort um, I've put in <laughs> trying to... Okay, well, we've been on a journey. No. no. Um, All right, so we're at the end of the year. I know yeah. it's not like New Year, but I know that this isn't really how we usually think, but I'm going to try because we've just had the conversation we've had. Are there any small steps that you think that little Alistair might make in 2024? <laughs> are there... Are there, are there um, are there curtains that you're willing to peer behind now that you've discovered that there was once a pure, up for it, upbeat little Alistair, and all that he has to do to not be angry is to accept reality and then move forward? What would what would you like to do? I'd like to be comfortable with being then. Like, like like an artist, like yes. like even I saying it, I find tough. Yeah, because I saw that. Then. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like an artist, like an artist, an artist, or a writer, writer and performer, and yeah, that a maker. Yeah, you're allowed to be an artist. You are allowed to be an artist. You are an artist. Yes, yeah, I know. If you I, allow I, yourself to be an artist, yes, then you're an artist. Yes. Is that what you'd like? Yeah. I think I've always struggled with that. But, yeah. Yeah, completely. And then I can remove myself so much from the nonsense. And well, I that's the just, thing is because you can make money still. I can join. That's yeah, a different that's thing. It. It's like, okay, fine. That is a thing you're doing to facilitate being an artist. Yeah. You know, and that what you're describing, and I can laud it and take the piss and have laugh, but... I'm genuinely happier now because I had that battle. I, I I had to fight that dragon and then go this this thing that you're trying to win at isn't doesn't owe you anything. You want to make things, you also have to eat. Solve the first problem in order to make room that you can now enjoy making art for no other reason than you love doing it and that it might be good. Mm -hmm. And here we are my little fucking offshoot podcasts and the music nights I'm putting on and, you know, coming up with ideas and thinking, oh, I might pitch that to audio fucking Audible or Amazon or whatever and, like, maybe not get a big script commission, but if someone lets me write that thing, that might lead to another... It's like I'm just... I am... I, I've, I've let the water run elsewhere mm. and I'm fucking way happier. So let's see if we can make a promise to the boys and girls and everyone else that we will make, even if it's just one pilot episode of a scripted piece of entertainment that is about the realm. Shall we do it? The realm, yes. And then we'll, and no one, we don't, we don't expect anyone to give us loads of money for it. We're going to make it. And if it's any good, people will like it. Are you up for that? Yes. In 2023? 24. Yep. 2024? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
Oh, we could just not bother. <laughs> well, there is that. What does everyone think? Should we bother or oh. not bother? Oh, Do you know the other day I was in the supermarket and I just thought to myself how much I respect bleach. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> where the fuck has this come from? Bleach. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Why? Just, For why? Because it just does it's just does its thing. <laughs> and it oh god. And it, it's not like trying to be cocky and like uh, enjoy your bleach. It's got one job. Yeah, it goes it's not like enjoy bleach. Oh, bad luck germs. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it just says it's it is on the adverts, but real bleach is just real like just where goes. is the fucking mold? Give it me. Give it, yeah, bleach. It just strangles it to yeah. death. It, and, and similarly, Mr. Muscle's tagline on their bottle of the drain cleaner mm-hmm. is my favourite. <laughs> Two words. Yeah. Destroys cl- clogs. Destroys clogs. <laughs> and I just go, oh, yes. Yeah. It's not trying to be funny. It's not trying to be pithy or make a thing out of it. It just bloody... And there's an anger to that tagline. Like destroys. It, destroys. The fact that they're using that word... Excites it's me completely. <laughs> and it's it's completely uncompromising. Yeah, right? and you would never be able to use that word in any other product campaign, anything. But that they go, no, we're keeping that, and they're going, you know what it does? It destroys it, clogs. Yeah. And I buy that yeah. now and again, and I go, yeah, you bloody well do. Yeah, instead it of it does. saying something like relieves nasty niffs. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, what clogs. Do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we destroy the clog. Oh, all right, okay. Clogs, your time is up. Gives you peace of mind. In what way? By yeah. destroying the clogs. It destroys clogs. And you pour yeah. it down and you leave it 10 minutes and it's dead. Those clogs are doomed. Dead. Can yeah. I just say that doesn't sound like the mind of an artist? That that's what excites you? I don't know. I'm appreciating the language. What you... Yes. But you just said it excites you. So what my, my thought is that like you want to be an artist... But you're probably going to have to work out what kind of artist you are. And at the moment, maybe the, the art you've made has never been as angry as it needs to be. Mm. I mean, actually, Man in the Box was, it was a funny take on that. But it was like, it was about futility, right? Yes. Just keep going with that, man. Mm. Yeah. You're allowed to make angry art. Say it, I'm allowed to make angry art. I'm allowed to make angry art. You'd make a good punk, actually. Have you ever listened to any punk from like the first wave of punk? I don't think I like, like the Sex Pistols and all that. What did they do? Oh God! Hang on, did they do the one? I'm an God an- save the queen. I'm an, an-, I'm an angry. I'm an angry. I'm an angry anarchist. Yeah, I'm. A, I am an anarchist. I yeah. am the Antichrist. Seems they were basically saying. Without knowing much what we're doing, we can make a big fucking angry noise as a former's expression and just say some stuff that you're sick of. That's what punk is. Fuck this shit. I'm sick of it. I think you'd like punk. Hmm. Well, let's find a punk gig and go to it. I don't. Would I? Yeah. We're going to a punk gig. They're not going to hit me, are they? Aren't they? Yes. What? Actually, I know a little band who they're they're young and. They live in Brighton, and they're called Atomic Daisy Chain, and I saw them at an acoustic night, and then I saw them play live 
and when they all play, when I saw them playing live the second time, they all wore balaclavas and jumped around like nutters. Well, the the lads did. The girls sort of like singing at the front with a hat on, and she's like really cool. But they they were playing their ang- their instruments angrily, and there was another band. Oh fuck, what were they called? I'm going to find them. Two lads, just two lads, and they made a sort of like white stripes esque type noise, and they were really really good, like quite metal sounding. I'm going to find out where they're playing. We're going to go and watch some angry metal. Oh, I think you might need it. Okay. All right, I think we've... Um... God, it scares me. All right, well... God, I worried about you there for a minute. What, what do you mean? Well, just during the during that the peaks and troughs of this conversation. No, 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 it's fine. What, you okay. thought you'd, like, broken me or something? No, it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm guiding you through the 32-bit no-man's no land, aren't I, Alistair? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's just remember... It isn't Christmas. It will never be Christmas in our blackened hearts. Yeah. But we hope that you've enjoyed listening to us teeing up a new fabulous year of uncompromising artistic expression that doesn't rely on capitalism. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs>